everyone, I'm Shelby. And I'm Erica. And welcome to the All Things Melanin Podcast. Where the certified high women are getting you through the week. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an update. Erica, what's happening? What's popping? How you feeling? What's good? <laughs> I'm good. You know why? Are you good, good? I'm good, good. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I just came back from D.C. Where all the beautiful, educated, chocolate, chocolate brothers city. are. Yes. I love D.C., y'all. Yes. <laughs> um, so I went to visit my good friend, Noelle, and Shayla. Hey, y'all. Shout out to y'all. Um, So, well, technically, Noelle lives in Maryland, but we drove up to D.C. to do a black bar crawl. When I, I bet that was you, lit. It was so lit. Okay, so it was Did downtown. Did you some honey? Hmm? Did you see some honey? Honeys, like, like me. <laughs> Do we say honey? No, I was just being <laughs> random. Uh, yeah, I did. So this is really cool because they travel around. So I'm like, when they come to Dallas, or if they come to Dallas, I'm in there. We need to be in there. But it was so cool because um, it was downtown off of U Street. So that's like where all of these bars and restaurants are. So we went into only black owned bars and like clubs, right? So everyone split off into groups. That's how many people were there. Because normally if you do like a little wine walk, you just like stroll and it doesn't matter. But we had to split off into groups and each group was named after like somebody black. Like Michelle Obama was a group. Ooh. Beyonce was a group. Ooh. Jay-Z was the group. That's we made group calls to Fist the Ratchet. <laughs> Which fit perfectly. So um, then we just went to like six or seven places off of U Street, drank, had fun, um, and then we went out to eat. But it was just a really good time. We were just walking the streets with, like, boom boxes and just being black. Like, it was yeah. so fun. Um, and then also, so my friend Noelle, her grandmother lives in D.C. So they, like, barbecued and they had crab and they had, it was just a really good time. See, that's what I like to hear. Yes. I love black gatherings. Yes. Girl, did I tell you my dad and them decided that they're having, like, a whole like crawfish and fish like um thing like when they we had, going? Huh? <laughs> when we going? We can't go because we were at Essence that weekend. Oh. Hey, but we was in that bitch. Yes. <laughs> we weren't because I don't eat crawfish, but I love me some fried fish. I'll eat crawfish if it's already peeled, like if it's just the meat. I won't eat it like any other way. No, With the that eyes, that was gonna make you peel it. Oh no, see, I can't do it. <laughs> But no, that sounds like really fun, friend. I'm glad that you had an amazing time. You deserve to get away for a little bit and to relax. relax. I Mm -hmm. am counting down the days to Disney. Yes, that'll be so fun. I ordered our shirts, my my shirts for my friends and I. Um, My friends sent me the whole itinerary for the whole week we're there. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. It's lit. And I had my mama laughing at me. I was like, Mom, I thought that was going to be a day where we were chilling. Listen. We going full force. Yes, you have to. You have to. But I'm so I so we you took me to you took well we went to Universal. Mm -hmm. But we're going to Disney. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely getting the ears, and (laughs) I'm getting on y'all's nerves with pictures. (laughs) That sounds like a lot of fun. I'm so excited. I've been wanting to go. Yes, it's lit. So you ready to get into our dating relationship segment? Let's do it. Okay. So. Today, we are talking about breaking points. Listen. Everybody has a breaking point, right? Mm-hmm. So, do you feel like that's true or false? So, if you do feel like that's true, do you have a past relationship where you had a breaking point And how did you know? And what did you do about it? Yeah. I think that everybody has a breaking point. Yeah. There are just some things that you're not going to do. Yeah. And there are some things that you just have to walk away from. Yeah. I feel like... 
at the end of the day, like, um, you know that song? No, that's a bad example because we canceled R. Kelly, so I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we canceled it, so I can't say that. I can't say what no I was going to say. No references. No references. But, like, I just feel like it's kind of like, you know when people be like, I'm tired, I'm tired. Mm-hmm. And I, I, somebody said this once, or people have said this a lot of times, when you really sick and tired. Yes. You'll do something about it or you'll be tired or you'll mm-hmm. be gone. And I think that equates to your breaking point. Um, it does. I uh, was dating this dude and we were together for three or four years. And let me tell you, I just thought that and at the time he was the love of my life. I, you can ask my mom. I was crazy. Um, but I really did care about him. But my breaking point came in many different like, it was like stuff that was adding up. Like him not calling like he used to or texting like he used to, him being weird, um, him just doing stuff. Like, my spirit told me that, like, he was being faithful. My spirit told me, you know, that he was lying. And something happened that was my breaking point. And I was, and I just felt like, I just remember feeling like, shit. And I was like, Shelby, you sitting up here worried about a dude that's not even really worried about you right now. Like, he's off, you know, living his life, doing what he's doing, doing his dirt, doing whatever he's doing. But he's not even concerned or worried that you're sitting up here stressed about him. Yeah. And I decided either I was going to let that man do his dirt in peace Mm -hmm. or I was going to make a conscious decision to leave that situation. And for me, like, once you've cried all you can cry and once you just feel like shit and, like, I feel like sometimes if you let a person overtake your emotions and you overtake you mentally emotionally and they don't care yeah like that's not healthy whether that person and i think sometimes we forget that like mentally and emotionally being drained and mentally and emotionally being harmed sometimes it's just as bad as physical sometimes because like when somebody messes you messes with you mentally and emotionally like that fuck with your brain it does and you do everything from your brain. I hope I'm making sense. It fucks your confidence. It does. It has you thinking, like, am I not pretty enough? Yeah. Am I not bombing up? Am I not doing this good enough? And in all honesty, you, I think we were talking about something one day. And it was like, you can put it down all you want to. You can <laughs> have your hair set. Hey, that means we have enough stuck sometimes that we want to be real. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. But, like, you can do all of these things amazingly. Yeah. But if he ain't it, he ain't it. Right. You know what I mean? I think for me, like, when I get to a point where I feel inadequate and I feel like I'm worried about what you're doing, but you don't care that I'm worried about what you're doing, then, like, I got to go. My breaking point is lying. If you lying to me for no reason, because I don't give you a reason to lie to me. If you sitting there her cheating, that's a breaking point. You got to go. If you're not consistent and if your actions aren't matching up with what you say you're going to do and the person that you portrayed me to be, you got to go. My piece is way more important than you and it's so tough because the reason we even have breaking points is because our emotions are involved like it would be easy for me to go out here and just say bye jerome and i don't even have an emotional connection with him it'd be easy for me to get rid of him yeah but a breaking point is when you are emotionally connected to this person and then something occurs where you just when you get to that breaking point, it only means that you have taken way too much than you should have taken. Of course. Or dealt with or put up with. And so it all depends on what you will and will not put up with. Period. And a lot of us say we won't put up with something until it's time to put up with it. Yeah. 
And so, because I've been there before. I'm like, oh, I'm not putting up with this. And then, boom, I'm putting up with it. I mean, at the end of the day, you said this. Like, everybody puts up with something. They do. But it depends on what you're going to put up with. Yeah. And I think that goes back to us talking about, we've talked about this before. Like, you have to have your non-negotiables. Yeah. Things you're not going to do. Because if you think about it, your non-negotiables are attached to your spirit. And they're attached to your mind. They're attached to your peace. They're attached to the standards that you have to have in a healthy relationship. Some things you're going to put up with, period. Everybody put up with something. Yes. I remember I was talking to this guy, and I had a breaking point when he told me. Oh, girl, what he say? He had the nerve, and I ain't going to call him out because I have changed. And so he's going to tell me that he doesn't want to be in a relationship because it's between me and somebody else. So, I mean, what else did Erica need to hear? Because I was like, you and somebody else. I was like, well, you just chose. Like, I'm not about I'm not about to sit here and have you choose between me and her. He had a lot of balls. A lot. And to so, say that. And, and so. <laughs> and still Because I had been like, I was probably, it was a situation for like a year, which was way too long. And he, like, this is another thing. Like, he, on the outside looking in, he like was the perfect person. But he wasn't. He was a jerk. And so my breaking point was like, Erica, what are you doing? Like, like you, he just like you. he just basically just try to take you down three notches. And you ain't no three notches down type of chick. Listen. So I just remember like telling, like st- basically standing up for myself. I was like, because at that point I had had enough because I was already over it by being in a situation because I wanted to be in a relationship and he was selling me all these dreams that never happened. Listen. That's another thing. Listen. And just, I just put up with way too much to the point where I had to tell myself like, Erica, like, what are you doing? You're never going to get anywhere with this person. Yeah. And I had to let it go and it hurt and I was pissed and of course like a year later he comes back around but I did not entertain it. I was like, no, I was way over it by then. Yeah. I was in a whole nother relationship by then. So I'm like, for no. you. I'm like, no, like I just, it's crazy how your breaking point will show you how much you can endure, but it also show you how much you can stand up for yourself and yeah. be like, I'm done. Cause you like, at the end of the day, like you know what you can take and you know what you can't yes. take. And one thing I can't take is I'm not going to take being disrespected or treated less than. Yeah. First of all, your girl worked at this company and she worked at these degrees and she worked at this job and she worked up all of this by the grace of God and you're not God. So if you think for one second that you about to bring me down, like you said, three notches, but fuck you <laughs> and everything you got. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he thought he was all that. That's why I'm like, I don't, that, that was a lesson that taught me don't look at what a person has on paper. He may look great on paper. Listen. He was super smart. Of course. Had a great job. Oh. Had his master's. Which I helped fine. which I helped him with a couple of papers. So somebody that's mine. And you didn't help me with my papers. Um and then he just was he had a great like just everything was right on the outside. Yeah. Yeah, he was fine. Girl. Oh, just I knew my was. type. And so I was he just sound fine. But now I look at him like ill. So But having a bad personality mean makes you ugly as fuck to me too. Yes. Like it makes you like if your heart isn't good and you're not a good person, like that is so ugly to me. Like I talked to people and they were so fun or they had all but they were just horrible human beings. Yes. Sir, you're not gonna have my little kid being a tree monster horrible human being. And it was crazy because after <laughs> after I had broken off, I had ended up in the hospital, right? For, like, really bad headaches. It wasn't nothing, like... At the time, it was serious, but, like, don't freak out. But... I was freaking out. He showed up to the hospital. 
um, and like brought me flowers and like a bear and stuff. And I'm like, thank you, but you still not. It's a no. I'm, I'm looking a hot mess in this hospital gown. I don't care. Like, but that showed me that a little bit of him really actually did care. But I guess he was actually scared to like be in an actual relationship. Yeah. You know, because like I think that's what it is with guys when they're like, oh, I'm not ready. No, it's another female, or either you scared. Listen, or both. Because if I'm the one, or whoever you're talking to is the one, there is no competition. There is no other chick. I feel like, if, like, I feel like in general, this is just my opinion. I feel like a lot of times, like, when you meet people, they're talking to someone else. Yeah. And when I say talking to somebody, they could be dating someone else. But I think sometimes we get talking and dating and everybody has a definition. definition. But at the end of the day, to get to know someone, you have to date them. Yeah. Basically. Yes. And dating to me does not mean that you're in an exclusive relationship. Mm-hmm. Like to me, you can date. This is me personally. Like I think if you want and that's your preference, you can date around to get to know people. But to me, that doesn't include physical activity. Yeah. Like if I'm dating you and getting to know you, that doesn't mean I'm sleeping with you. Because I get all. stuff confused. Yeah, like I, that's why I'm trying to clarify. <laughs> like we getting this shit together now. Like, you can date somebody and get to know them, but not have sex with them, not do anything physical with them, but just get to know them. Because yeah. at the end of the day, if you don't date someone or hang out with somebody, you're not going to know if they're for yes. you. But I think that when it's so important to date, it's so important to date. Like, do not let that man keep you cooked up in his house. Do not let that man not take you on dates. <laughs> don't do it. Because, and like, I think sometimes like women or people think that you got to go on these expensive ass dates. You can do shit for free. Like during the summer, they have food trucks. During the summer, they have like free concerts. Niggas, let me let you know something. (laughs) Get some shit out of your (laughs) kitchen. Get a basket and have a picnic. Yes. Free 99. And then get some glasses out your cabinet and pour up some wine or some Hennessy and Coke that you got in there. <laughs> we just gave you the key. Yes, the whole key. But not for I think you really have to date people. And I think a lot of times, like, we get to breaking points or we get to these situations that aren't good because we don't take time to get to know the person and to date the person. Yes. Like, the point of dating is if, like, we date and we don't get along and we ain't got nothing to talk about, we can wash our hands of each other and go our separate ways like cordially but I think so many times people rush into things and they don't know people and then you then gave him he didn't gave you the D and now you all in love and y'all ain't got nothing in common and he don't even know the t- difference between there there and there <laughs> I'm crying but seriously because when physical get involved then you be all hypnotized Listen, and that's just not a situation you want to be in like because then you don't know left from right right from wrong green from blue <laughs> red from orange up and down you just don't know side to side <laughs> So that's why it is important to date around. If you date around, then don't be physical. Yeah, I and like me, I don't really think there's anything wrong. But I think that if that's what you're doing, I think that to me, you owe the other person to tell them that. Yeah. But I think when you, but I said all that to say, now that I remember what I said, where I was going with this, <laughs> I said all that to say, but like, if you're dating around, like I feel like when you meet somebody and you know, like I like there's been a point like at one point in my life where I was kind of dating around. But, like, I got to this point where I like this one particular person. I dropped, not to say dropped, but I just stopped talking to all those the other people. Like, hey, you know, I'm talking to somebody. Hey, you know, I'm interested. And I focused on that person. And I said that to say that, like, even if you're dating around, like, when you meet somebody and you know that they're the one or you want to date them exclusively, I feel like you should have a conversation. Like, I feel like the guy should, like, bring it up and have a conversation about it. But I feel like he know. Yeah. I feel like all that to say, like, in a roundabout way, I feel like, at the end of the day, like, he knew what he wanted to pick. 
He just wanted, I feel like he said that to you to see if you were going to do something extra to make him pick you. And he saw, didn't he? <laughs> because I remember I was like 21 or 22 and he was like, yeah, I want to be married by 25 and I want to have children by 26 and blah, blah, blah. People and like he that did. are crazy And he me. did. Like he got married to that girl and had a kid as far as I knew. And I was just like, that. I was totally not ready for that life at no 22 years old. Girl, I'm not ready for that life he was at 26. Like 25 at that point. And I was like, I'm not ready to um do all of that. But so he was like four years older than you? Yeah. That's cute. You know, like an older one. Yeah, you do. But, but not them, him. But them babies <laughs> like you. I know. Y'all need, you know That's what? We're not, we not even going to get Me and Sheldon that. talked about that the other day. Or I talked about it in I'm that. sure you did. <laughs> I don't blame my Sheldon. <laughs> Sorry, friend. I take full responsibility for that conversation. Yeah, they do, but um, we're just going to move on. Erin <laughs> gets so mad at me, and it's so funny to me. So we're going to move on to the journey. Um, so this is where we just talk about something on our journey um, to all things melanin. melanin. <laughs> Got so, okay, if someone asks how your blog is going, um, what do you say? Do you talk passionately, passionately about it? Or do you feel like whatever you say, it's your brand, so regardless, you should be like... I think whatever your brand is... I feel like when you have a brand, you're always on, period. Yeah, that's true. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you really... I mean, you have bad days, but you gotta, like... You gotta fake it sometimes. So, anytime anybody asks me about it, like... I, I... I really try to be passionate about it every single time. Yeah. And I really try to be positive about it every single time. Even if I don't feel good. Even if I'm not feeling it. Even if... I had a bad day. Like, you have to because, like, if I'm not passionate about it, like, why should you buy into it? Exactly. And I think that um, when you go so hard at what you're doing, sometimes you can get kind of um, burnt out or just kind of tired of it. And when someone comes along or if you have frustrations with not being able to be where you thought you were going to be um, and someone asks you how you're doing, in your mind, you're like, oh, I'm not doing enough. Or we're not where we're supposed to be. Or we're not where we thought we would be. Um, but you have to think about it from the person asking. They may be looking at your stuff like, this is great. Like, how is it doing? Like, what? And so you really have to be like, oh, it's great. I, and just stay positive and speak life over your yeah. your your thing. Because if you don't, like you said, who is going to, like, believe it? Believe it. And sometimes I've had people ask me, like, how's your blog going? Just to see if I'm still doing it. Right. <laughs> and not necessarily, like. Because they really want to know. Yeah. But we're talking about, like, when you actually are passionate about what you're doing, people will buy into that. People will love you for that. Yeah. They buy into you and, like, what you're doing. So if you're, like, well, if you're not really confident about this, that, or what do you think? No, people can see right through that. Yeah. People can see you're not confident. Listen. So make sure that you are passionate about your stuff. You have to. (laughs) Like, you just have, like Erica said, you have to make sure you're passionate about it. And one thing I always think about, like, I always, like, keep in my back of my mind, like, what's my why? What's my aha moment? Why did I start? And I always put that somewhere where I can, like, I can, like, see that. Because at the end of the day, like, let's be honest, people going to catch you on a bad day. Yeah. People going to catch you when you're not thinking about your blog. Yeah. People going to catch you where you have a lot of going on. But, like, you can never not be on. Yes. Period. Period. And that's kind of, like hard or unrealistic to say but think about it like anybody that you admire like I think about sometimes when they catch celebrities out yeah and you know they're kind of like rude or outstanding or whatever I'm like they're human yeah but because you caught them on a day that they didn't want to talk 
Yeah. Or that they were with their family. Mm-hmm. And you mad because you didn't get a picture. Like I said all that to say, like, they're always on. Yes. And you never know who you are talking to. Because, like, let's say if the main person that you really want to connect with comes up to you and asks you, how's your blog? You're just going to be like, oh, it's all right. No, you're going to, like, talk about it like it's the best thing that you've ever yeah. done because you know that that is the person that could really take you to the next level. So you're not going to sit up there and be like, oh, it's all right. And no. you don't know who's looking at your stuff that yes. knows somebody that can connect you to yes. the right person more importantly. Yes. Because have you heard that rule that says you're, like, six people away from the person you really want to know or connect with? Yes. I don't know what that's called. I don't know. But, but you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm, I've heard that. And I think that's true. Yeah, I think it's true, too. So, just like you said, always just be on. Talk about your blog like it, or your whatever you have. Like, it's the best thing, even if you're not where you want it to be. And I feel like at the end of the day, like, once you do it or you talk about it enough, you're, like, have your main things that you'll say. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, like, I always answer the question. Like, I'm always positive. But sometimes people ask follow-up questions, and I answer them. And sometimes, for me... Like, let's say I'm not feeling, but you start engaging me in my life. Like, sometimes that's a pick-me-up. Yeah. And then I get more engaged and intrigued in the conversation. So, I think another thing is to always treat everybody that asks you about your blog like they are the CEO or some person that can help you get where you're going. Exactly. Because word of mouth is, like, really important. Mm-hmm. Like, even when, like, our homeboy, hey, Ty, shout out to Ty. What up, Ty? He was telling us one day that he um, was out working, and so he had picked up some of his um, female co-workers to go um, wherever they were going. And so he was saying that he um, he like he regularly supports our blog and he listens to our blog. And keep in mind, these women never have never met us. They don't know us. We don't know them. So he was like, you know, I just kept it on just to see what they would say. And he had us crying laughing because he was like, whatever we're talking about, like, they listen, and then, like, a few minutes later, yes, girl, I know that's right. You better tell. And, like, I said that to say that, like, he took it upon himself to introduce, you know, our platform to them. Yeah. But it then it goes back to we used to sit by him at work. So we had never talked to him or befriended him or became cool. Yeah. Then he would have never been able to plan into our lives and spread our podcast and we would never be able to plan into his life to do whatever he needs to do so i said that to say that like sometimes people just coming up and engaging you sometimes like even if people just like your energy yeah or if you were nice to them Mm -hmm. or you were genuine to them even if they tell one person that's one more person that they didn't know yes and if they tell one more person you don't know who they know you don't know who that's helping exactly so be mindful of that y'all we just gave y'all a whole key a whole word, a Listen, sermon. Y'all got to start paying for these words when you make it. <laughs> <laughs> but they free for now. <laughs> for now. Um, so let's move on to our mentor moment. So this is when we give our advice on a question that question. was asked. So the question is, when you want more out of life, but you're trying not to seem ungrateful, how do you show gratitude for the things that you already have? That's a good question. Um. You know, I feel like earlier this year, um, I was really at that point. Like, I feel like I lived this. Yeah, me too. (laughs) And for me, it's really a spiritual thing. It is. And I really, I really have to get honest. And this is going to sound silly. So you remember in Tyler Perry's play, um, one of them, he was like, write down, but they did it in a relationship, like write down all of the, you know, things he does for you that are good and write down all the things 
that he does for you that bad. And if yeah. the good always the bad, stay with him. And if the bad always the good, leave. Right. So I mentally one day sat down and I thought of like all the things that were quote going wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, that was a, a little list. But then I thought about all the things that were going right. Right. And then that day, God just showed me a lot of different things that were happening in the world. And I thought about it like this. And I went to church and basically the preacher told me I was ungrateful. Um, <laughs> that's what he said. But I thought, I think about it like this, like, it don't, regardless of like how ungrateful I feel or unhappy I feel, I'm blessed. Yeah. And I had to start learning, okay, Shelby, this ain't going right for you, but this is going right for you. Yeah. So for everything that was going wrong, I would name three or four things that were going right for me. And I was still you know, just pray. And sometimes I didn't understand it. I may feel miserable and I, be, I might be crying. But my mama always tells me to praise God in advance for what he's going to do. He already do. He's already going to do it, but you have to have the faith. And for me, it's a really spiritual thing. And sometimes I feel like we go through these seasons in our life or I went through this season in my life because God had to A, convict me, and B, he had to get me on stage to where I would listen. Because sometimes I feel like God will put me in these situations and make me feel this type of way just so I'll spend time with him. Mm-hmm. just so I'll read my Bible, just so I will just be in his presence and listen to him and go to him. So, like, the way, I guess, to answer the question, like, the way that I get over my ungrateful season is I really just, like, honestly, like, I'll feel how I want to feel, but then, like, I'll get honest, like, okay, Shelby, like, you're complaining about this. In five years, is this going to matter? Right. In one year, is this going to matter? Is this going to matter tomorrow? Yeah, exactly. And I think that's really good to... Um, focus on what you have that is a blessing because it really is all about what you focus on. When I find myself getting in those ungrateful moments, yeah. it's because nine times out of ten, I'm comparing myself to something else or somebody else or some other situation. Yeah, And that's what can really how we can really slip into being ungrateful because we feel like we don't have this or we're not there yet because we're comparing ourselves to other people. Yeah. But guess what? Everything, every blessing that we have can be taken away from us. We Listen. really are like, we really walk around sometimes. Like we just can't have nothing happen to us. or it can't be yeah. humbled real quick. Yeah. So I think that with me, of course you should always want more out of life. Yeah. You should always want more for yourself and want better. But to not be so ungrateful. So for me, I just, I take care of not just things, but just take care of where I am right now. Yeah. Take care of my life, my health, my everything that where I am right now, my stage, I cultivate that. Yeah. You know, like I don't just take that for, for granted. And sometimes when I feel like I am ungrateful, I'm like, okay, help somebody else. Yeah. Find somewhere you can serve, help somebody else, tell somebody else something yeah. compliment somebody else speak positivity over somebody else i think when we're ungrateful we're concentrating on ourselves and being selfish listen when we get out there and serve somebody else whether it's just giving somebody else a compliment or asking somebody how their day was or yeah. just focusing on somebody else and something else yeah then you won't be trapped in that ungratefulness and then you also have to remember that if you're wanting more out of life to whom much is given much is required yeah so if you're wanting to be more out of life and to do more out of life and to be this you know whether it's a celebrity or wealth or this high position much is going to be required of you yeah so i feel like sometimes like when much is required of us like god is building our character yeah he's building our stamina he's building like a lot of things that we're gonna need to go to the next level i feel like sometimes 
Like, we just want to be the, quote, CEO of situations and things, and we just want to make the six figures, but we forget that we got to go through the journey and have the work to get there. So I think, personally, it's okay to feel how you feel, but it's how you use what you're feeling to get where you're going. Because you have to understand that when you do get to be a CEO, or you are making the six figures, or you are running the show or the department, like, you have to be equipped to handle everything that comes your way you have to have the answers and people are looking at you and waiting for you to fall so I would rather go through whatever I need to go through to be prepared and to have the skills for it than to get there and have it pulled away from me so I think about it like this too much is given much is required so if I want much to be given to me much is going to be required of me to get to that position so sometimes I feel like we have to look at our storms like a lot of things that I look at in my life now I'm like God what are you trying to teach me yeah. What do I need to learn from this? What do I need to get from it? And I think when you get, when you, I think sometimes we got to stop making everything about us. God is just not trying to make you miserable. Exactly. He's just trying to teach you. He's trying to give you stamina. He's trying to give you balls. Like, yeah, listen. exactly. Because if you're not grateful for where you at now, what makes you think you're going to get more blessings? If you don't take care of where you at now, what makes you think you're going to be at another level? If you can't be grateful with, it's, it's a Bible verse or something that says like, something like, if you can't be Grateful with a little, I can be grateful with a lot. Uh, it's true. Like, if you're not grateful with the one thing you have, then why would you expect to be multiplied? Listen. If you're not even grateful for the one thing. And I think that, like, when you find yourselves in situations that aren't pleasurable, find the, there's always something there's to be grateful There's always for. something to be grateful for. I don't care what for. it is. There's always, like, even sometimes when I was having bad days, like, even my mom, she'd be like, there's something. My mom be like, you got a roof over your head. Mm-hmm. You got a job. Exactly. You got friends that love you. Somebody always has it worse. Like, I think for me, y'all, you just try to think of something positive. Yes. Something. Somebody would love to have your problems. They (laughs) would. Compared to theirs. So let's move on to our words of encouragement. Um, This Bible verse we're going to share comes from Psalm 465. 465, not 465. 465. That's Jesus on the main line. So Psalm 46.5 says, God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. So I love this one-liner Bible verse. I actually have a a piece of art that says this in my place. And it helps me because it is, it reassures me that, like, even when I feel like I'm failing or falling or just defeated, God is within me. So yeah. how can I fall? How can I fail? How can I be defeated if he is within me? So yeah. that just always is something that I look at when I walk in my kitchen and just see, like, yeah, those words of positivity. Because each day can be, like, literally a battle, yeah. like, to deal with certain things. So, I mean, what does it mean to you when you read that? Um, just quite simply, just piggybacking off what you said, like, I just take it as a, like, and whatever I do, like, God is always with me, and God is me, God, and God is in me, mm-hmm. so, even if I fail, or even if I fall short, it don't matter, because God's gonna pick me up, and God's gonna cover me, and he's going to give me the grace to do what I need to do, and to accomplish what yes. I need to accomplish, like, he's gonna be with me, period, and I think that sometimes, like, for me, I think about it, like, in the bigger picture, like, we worry about failing. Mm-hmm. We worry about not being good enough or not having the answers or not having the tools. And for me, I've just realized, like, if God is in me and God got me, it don't matter if I fail or yeah. if I mess up. Like, the lesson, like 
I just need to take the lesson from that to be better and to mm-hmm. build my character. You know what I mean? Yeah. And at the end of the day, if God got me and God is in me, it don't matter who don't got me. It don't matter who don't fuck with me. It don't matter who's not for me. Right. That's, I mean, that's it. God will help you at the birth of day. <laughs> so let's leave you guys with a prayer. Um, bow your head, Shelby. It's bad. Close, close your eyes. <laughs> you always want me to close my eyes. Okay. okay. And if you're driving, sway with it. Um, <laughs> okay. So, dear God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the many blessings that you have bestowed on us. We ask that every person that is listening to our podcast will be protected at the remainder of the day. And, and thank you for having your angels camped around us. And we just pray for grace and strength. And who, for anyone who may feels defeated or feels like they failed or feels like they have fallen, just give them a reassurance that you are within them and that you will pick them up and that you will bring them to the place where they are and to just give you all of the burdens that worry them. And we just thank you for your goodness. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to the All Things Melanin podcast. Be sure to subscribe, give us a thumbs up, and share with a friend.